There is a secret weapon out there when it comes to boosting direct bookings, and it's in the form of a little box. Have you ever visited a Starbucks or a hotel or any coffee shop and you've wanted to use the Wi-Fi? To get access to the Wi-Fi, you have to give up an email address and your contact information. This technology has never been available before in the short-term rental or the mid-term rental market, but now it is. I've been talking about this company and my clients have used them time and time and time again, and the results are phenomenal. The company is, of course, StayFi. StayFi is a global brand and they are making waves in this industry. I am so grateful and happy to say that not only am I a client, not only am I a friend of the company, they are also now sponsoring the podcast. And when StayFi came to me and they said, hey, we want to sponsor the podcast, I said, well, only reason I will do this is if you can give a really cool discount to the Boostly community. You can get started right now on StayFi, no contracts, and get 50% off your first three months with StayFi. All you need to do is use the code Boostly when you are getting started. Again, just put Boostly to get 50% off your first three months. If you are serious about boosting your direct bookings, then you need to have StayFi in your tech stack. To lock in your StayFi discount and start cultivating your engaged guest list, go to stayfi.com forward slash Boostly. StayFi is S-T-A-Y-F-I dot com forward slash Boostly and watch your bookings soar. Hello and welcome to the Boostly podcast. This is the podcast that gives hosts the tools, the tactics, the training, and most importantly, the confidence so you can go out there and get yourselves direct bookings. And our special guest today is definitely somebody who knows a thing or two about how to help hosts get direct bookings and get leads, especially so you can go out there and get direct bookings. Let me introduce to you our very special guest. Uh, it's Arthur uh, Kolker. CEO and founder of StayFi. StayFi is an amazing piece of tech. And I know for, for many of our hosts out there, you might have heard of StayFi or you might think you know exactly what StayFi does. And there's some of you out there going, who is StayFi? What do they do? So today's episode, we're really going to dive into it and really find out all about it. So welcome along, Arthur. Thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So I know I've given you a little bit of an intro there, but can you just in a sort of elevator pitch, what, what is StayFi? Yeah, StayFi is, in my opinion, the best way to seamlessly capture marketing data from not just the booker, but every single guest staying in your vacation rentals or short-term rentals. And the way that we do that is through a technology we've all encountered before, uh, when you're at a coffee shop or an airport or many hotels, where when someone joins the Wi-Fi, you have to enter in information like name, email, phone number, in order to get access to the internet during the course of your stay. Uh, so that at the core is what StayFi does is seamless data collection. And of course, now we've added a lot more things on top of that. So we have email marketing, text marketing, uh, Wi-Fi occupancy alerting. So all sorts of other features that not just help you collect data, uh, but help you market to guests and also protect properties from other issues we have in this particular industry. I mean, Boostly, we're, we're always talking about direct bookings and the more email addresses you've got to be able to send your message out to, the more chance you've got of getting your direct bookings right. So this is something which interests me greatly. And I know everybody listening to this was, is wanting to find out more. Before we dive more into that and some of the services, what is your history? How did how did you come to be uh, you know, a founder of, of, of StayFi? Yeah, it's actually... Um... 
I fell into this short-term rental industry kind of accidentally. Uh, my background's in marketing, and I actually was doing consulting project for a short-term rental company called Heirloom that had around 200 properties under management. And for them, they had built their business totally on the backs of OTAs. So in the US, 90 plus percent Airbnb and Verbo. Uh, and so they came to me to develop first just a brand, like what is their guest-facing brand? And then obviously after that, how do they start driving bookings? Um, and when it comes to marketing a short-term rental company, you really have two types of people you can go after, people that have never booked you before and people that have stayed with you in the past, right? And the first category is very hard to engage, whether it's search marketing, which is very expensive, or Facebook or Instagram marketing. It's hard to get somebody who's so accustomed to booking an Airbnb to book with a brand they've never heard of or stayed with before. Uh, so the logical first place for me was with the guests that have already stayed in the properties and love them, especially since they manage homes that you know, sleep 10, 15, 20 people, but they told me that actually they had no guest data because those third-party channels obviously don't want to share the valuable data they have with the operators. So the challenge I had to solve for them was how can we collect information from every single person staying in the properties? And initially, I just wanted to go and buy that Wi-Fi tool that you've probably encountered at a coffee shop, but those systems didn't work in short-term rental. So that's kind of where the idea for StayFi was born. I mean, one of the amazing things about StayFi is, like you say, it, it seems like something which everybody ju sh just should have. It seems like something which should have already been there, but it just wasn't before you came along and, and invented this. And also, one of the methods you just mentioned there about you can, you can either reach out to people you don't know or people who already know you. Obviously, the people who have already stayed already trust the brand, already trust the the host. So they're so much more likely to either stay with you again or recommend you to somebody else that they know. And we're always looking for the the quick win. You know, as as hosts, you know, we don't get a lot of time to 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 put time into a marketing campaign always, or uh, don't have a huge amount of money. Some hosts to to put into ads. So this seems like an obvious way to be able to re-engage existing guests and to try and get them to, to book again. In your experience, what has been the kind of wow moment of, of StayFi when you've realized, you know what, you're really in, on something here? Yeah, I'd say, you know, the success that we had with our initial customers, even with a very simple product, um, because for them, you know, whether you own properties or manage properties, every incremental booking that you're able to drive directly can save an incredible amount of money both from booking nights that you never would have booked before, right? So that's a great way to leverage your audiences, really tactically target, okay, I have this, you know, period coming up and I know that these three listings are not booked. Let me advertise those listings to this audience that I have. Uh, because at the end of the day, the third-party channels, you have very little control over how their algorithm works, how you're ranked. You don't have control over other people's pricing, right? So there are a lot of things out of your control. So developing your own audience starts to give the operators the leverage and power that they've never had before to more strategically start filling their calendar and get those empty nights booked, as well as start converting more and more folks over to the direct booking channel. So even within our first customer, Heirloom, like in the first six months, we drove, I think, between fifty dollars and $100,000 of direct bookings from the email list. Um, so that just validated the fact that, you know, not only can you generate ROI upfront, but as this list grows, the value of it's just going to compound over time uh, to where, you know, 
maybe you started at 0%, 5, 10, 15, 20% of your bookings are going to come directly. And that could just make a huge difference over time for the bottom line of your business. Well, what do you say to hosts who say, well, I've already got my PMS where I've got the email and I get the real email instead of the one from Airbnb. What would you say to the hosts who say, well, that's, that's enough? Yeah, it might be. That's what I tell you. If you operate single family, I mean, not single, if you operate condos that are one bedroom and there's two guests and they're you know typically a couple, it may not be worthwhile to invest in technology to collect the other person's contact. So by no means do we say StayFi is the right solution for every single operator, right? Um, but if you operate homes that sleep multiple guests, the value of collecting three, four, five, six, seven, 10, 20 emails per day is tremendous. And also a lot of those capture systems may not be also 100%. Like you may only capture some or it's not, you cannot require it. So there's all sorts of reasons why uh, you may collect some Airbnb emails and not all. And I'd say outside of that, uh, StayFi is not just data collection. So we also have an email marketing tool and a text marketing tool, which integrate with property management software. So we have a lot of customers that just connect, let's say, Onares or Hospitable or another PMS to StayFi. Uh, we screen and import all data from the PMS into StayFi. So you can just market to the data you're already collecting there. So, you know, it's um, kind of a just a standalone email marketing tool if that's what you want to use. And it's built for short-term rentals. So we have templates and automations and things in there that are designed specifically for this industry. And of course, we have folks that use it as a blend. You know, They operate 20 units, but only three of them are large. So they only put StayFi in the three large ones. And then they just you know, get data from their PMS. And that gives them a really large database to market to. And often the guests booking the largest properties that have the highest daily you know, average rates are also the most valuable guests, right? So uh, it's not a zero or like all proposition. A lot of people deploy StayFi strategically to capture you know, the data they really want to go after. I mean, the, the data, especially from these great big companies, people like Airbnb and Booking.com, they're now do, doing like tailor-made kind of uh, messages, aren't they, to these people for, for people who prefer winter holidays. They get winter holiday emails or triggers and things like that, people who prefer summer holidays. And now even from what I've read this year, it's even price adjusted based mm -hmm. for, for them as well, which is which is crazy. So I definitely see the value in getting more and more data and keeping that within our short-term rental companies and as, as hosts having access directly to that. So I get the the value add. How does it work though? So how does it work? So what do I need in the in place to be able to capture those emails to, to use StayFi? Yeah. So if you want to do use the email capture piece, well, the way it works is you create a StayFi account and you first design the captive portal or the splash page. So what are the guests going to see when they log into the Wi-Fi, uh, which will pop up automatically on their device. And obviously that's a great first brand touch point. Because uh, for most people who book on a third party channel, they think they booked at a quote unquote Airbnb, right? They have no idea. And definitely the other guests don't know like who is the actual operator and who's actually creating this great experience for them. So that's the first thing you design. And then in order to launch it, uh, there is a piece of hardware that you need to get for your rental, which is called an access point. So in the US, you purchase that from us and we ship it to you. So you have some different models depending on home size. That plugs into the home's existing router and broadcasts a new Wi-Fi network in the property for guests that when they join, will give them the splash page. That means that you can also keep the home's existing Wi-Fi running. So if you already have like TVs and door locks and 
pool controls or whatever on the existing internet, that can stay. You just tell guests now to join this new network, which can also be the same across all properties, which is a nice way to standardize guest Wi-Fi instructions. Outside of the US and Canada, you purchase the compatible hardware from a supplier that we just direct you to. So in Europe and the UK, you can purchase from the supplier, which is a company called Ubiquity. And the, you know we use Ubiquity Unify devices. These devices are also very commonly professionally installed in multifamily developments and even large luxury homes. So it's also possible if you already have compatible hardware, which we come across all the time in the UK and Europe, uh, we can also just add that to, or even Latin America, like it's very common. So we can just add that to your StayFi account. So not everybody needs new hardware, but most folks operating single family homes they would need to get a device and we can direct you to the correct device if you're uh, not in the US. Cool, that's cool. So basically, if you're a guest listening to this or somebody listens to this in the US, in the UK, in Canada, it doesn't matter where you are. If you've got a property where you want to collect email addresses, StayFi can work for you. You know, you'd just be sort of directed towards the right kind of, uh, the right path, the right kind of tech to, to use. Exactly. One of the pieces of feedback that I've read from, uh, you know, from people is that they're worried that the barrier of being able to access the Wi-Fi will cause guests to to be disgruntled and things like that. What would you say to those hosts who are worried about that? Yeah, I'd say that I look at it in the inverse way. I think it actually professionalizes the experience in many ways, and it puts you on par with what the guest is accustomed to at a ton of other hospitality locations, right? Uh, you know, most people when they're staying at a Marriott and they log into the Wi-Fi and get a splash page, you know, are not going to say, I'm not going to proceed, you know, because they had this splash page, right? So, um, and they might be collecting room, you know, number and last name or other other things, right? So I'd say we very, very rarely hear, extremely rarely hear uh, complaints from guests. You know, we've collected millions at this point, emails across all the properties that we work in. So I'd say, you know, it can actually come across as a positive that you have a professionalized Wi-Fi experience. And there's a lot of other benefits where, for instance, we monitor the Wi-Fi, we let you know if it goes down or is offline, and we do occupancy alerting. So it's a great way to also protect properties and ensure that every time guests arrive, the internet is working because nothing's worse than guests arriving and the internet is not working because the last guest you know, unplugged the Wi-Fi modem or router and that you had no idea or someone, you know, your cleaners missed it on the checklist. Um, so this way you can know before anyone goes in the property for a turn uh, that the internet's offline and that, you know, it needs to obviously be fixed before new guests arrive. That's cool. And diving more into that product itself. So when you've got the email, so if I've got a property which has 12 people come and stay, they all log on to the internet. I've collected their 12 email addresses as each one has logged on and given permission for us to have the email. What happens to those emails? Where do I, as a host, what's my kind of engagement with, with those emails? Yeah, so in StayFi, we have a very simple guest list where you can see the names, emails, phone numbers, et cetera, of every guest that stayed with you, the property they were in, like whether they consented to be marketed to, et cetera. And we also import into that list from your PMS any guest records you have that have a valid email associated with them if you connect your PMS, then you have some different options. So one is if you're already happy with an email marketing tool like MailChimp, ActiveCampaign, Constant Contact, you know, we probably have 20 plus options. You can just have the data we're collecting sent to the tool 
that you already love using. And typically you can also pass on things like property name and other information as tags or merge fields, et cetera, depending on how those tools work. And we even have like HubSpot and Salesforce, which some more like sophisticated players like to use. And we have Zapier as well. So you could literally send it anywhere that has Zapier, which is just about any option you can imagine. But then the other, the flip side is you also have an email marketing tool add-on as well as a text marketing tool. Um, so that's great, especially for those folks who don't have any experience doing email or maybe they're not happy with MailChimp or another tool. Uh, and in that tool, it's a full service email marketing product with automations, you know, campaigns, tons of pre-built templates, hoarding, basically anything that you would find in MailChimp, we have it. And a lot of industry specific things that you wouldn't find in a tool like MailChimp. And it's also less expensive than those other alternatives. And then within that tool, what we usually recommend as a starting place is setting up a Wi-Fi welcome automation. So you can imagine a guest logs into the Wi-Fi or you have those 15 guests log on. Uh, you want to trigger them a welcome email right away because it's typically on the first day. Uh, and in that, we have lots of suggestions, things like linking to a guidebook, providing uh, you know local recommendations, uh, telling the guest or introducing who you are as an owner or property manager. That's definitely number one. Because you, know, you always want to approach it with the mindset, especially if you're starting out with direct booking and you're still very dependent on OTAs. You got to differentiate yourself from Airbnb or whatever booking channel they came from, uh, just because we all know the sad reality that people say they booked an Airbnb. People say that even when they book on Verbo, which is like, you know, wild. Nobody says they booked a Verbo, right? Or a booktobooking.com. So it's really important to differentiate yourself from Airbnb and explain why, you know, you're actually the reason they booked, you know, having a great experience. Um, and the welcome email is a great place to do that. And we have lots of cool tools where you can dynamically insert fields based on the property. So you can have one welcome email and have, you know, five guidebooks associated with five properties. And those guidebooks will be, you know, the correct link will be inserted based on the property they're in. Uh, so that's a great way. Also, if you're doing upsells or you use a product like Touchday, if you've invested in these, you know, store products or guidebooks, uh, and through a PMS, you're only sharing it with the booker. You know, you've already paid for a touch day, right? Like, let's make sure that you send this guidebook to every single guest so they have access to all that valuable information right when they log into the Wi-Fi. hundred percent. And I mean, I just love the the professionalization of it. This is something that we see time and time again at these summits and and at the events where we're talking about a professionalization across the industry. Gone are the days where you'd expect to walk in and see a dusty old folder with with information in. And also when you check in, if, if, if I go somewhere and the password is the actual original password router, which is like about 25 characters long with like all different capsules, there's nothing more frustrating where when you're trying to log on to the Wi-Fi, whereas like you say, just going on there, putting in your own details, getting a nice message, seeing all the stuff you need to see, you know, and fair trade, the owner's got my email, you know, like, but I've got access to all of the, the information they want me to see. So that's really cool. If you're struggling on how to get direct bookings and overwhelmed on where to start, then I recommend you go and book in a call with Boostly and our team right now. We can walk you through exactly what we're offering, how we can help you and give you a portfolio of websites that we have worked with that are matching not only your niche, but could be in your location as well. Boostly has helped over 2,000 hospitality businesses all over the world increase their direct bookings. And if you are interested, then all you need to do is go to Boostly, B-O-O-S-T-L-Y.co.uk forward slash call and book in an appointment with one of our sales team. Talk to me yeah. more 
about the text messaging side of things because I, I speak to hosts all the time and they say, well, not everyone uses email. Obviously, sometimes it can be caught by spam filters, but especially for many of our hosts listening who are now looking to do midterm rentals, uh, they talk to people working and the people working often use text. So how does the, the text message marketing work? Yeah, so our texting tool is just one way mm -hmm. in that it's not meant for guest communication. And we have a setup where if somebody texts back, you create an autoresponder message, right? So uh, we don't aspire to be another platform where you're communicating with guests. You know, property management software or other tools are great for that. Uh, so this is just one way. Uh, and we have kind of three standard templates within the product. The first is a welcome text message where you can, again, insert those like dynamic links to a guidebook, property name, guest name, the link to book the property again, right? Just to welcome them to the property and share essential information. Uh, we have a rate and review product where it asks the guests to rate the property or their stay after a certain number of days that you set. And if the guest rates you five stars, you then can pick Google, Facebook, or your own website to have the guest go there and leave a five-star rating. And if they leave you less than five stars, they can leave private feedback. And so that's a great thing to do like, you know, two days into the stay. And that way, if someone leaves a less than five-star rating and tells you why, you can address the concern before they leave you a rating uh, somewhere else. And then, of course, you can just send all your subscribers a campaign uh, whenever you'd like. Very common campaigns are around, I'd say, high value things that are very timely. Things like, uh, I see examples of, you know, we just had Thanksgiving here in the US. Someone had a cancellation for Thanksgiving, like right when it was like the last day for the refund window. So they sent them the text message saying like, hey, we have an opening for Thanksgiving, which is obviously a super high demand, uh, you know, week slash weekend here in the US. Uh, and they were able to fill that using that, uh, as well as like, you know, like certain holidays, events, concerts, local events, or like new properties launched or seasonal deals. So I say, you know, text messaging is more invasive than email, right? Because it's going to get a 90%, 98% open and read rate and can get insanely high click-through rates. So you definitely need to use it a little more sparingly and make sure that whatever content you're sending is very high value. Uh, so that your recipients don't unsubscribe and like appreciate the value you're sending in this other channel. hundred uh, percent. And just having your own list. I mean, one of the trainings that, that we talk about Boostly is how to fill those gaps. Like you've just mentioned, when you've got gaps, you don't want to have to lower the price on the OTAs, pay all that commission. Well, actually, what you can do is actually just take off the commission and the, whatever that price is, send it direct to your list. If you've got a list of like, you know, a few thousand emails, well, you're much more likely to resell those nights and you're not having to worry about the commissions to the OTAs. It's just, it's a win-win, right? For the guest and for you and who cares about the OTAs. So yeah, I really like that. What, what are you excited about in the future? Is there any kind of like AI kind of stuff coming along or anything else that, that you're just generally excited about regarding StayFi or anything else, hospitality? You know, I think for us, one of the biggest challenges our customers face is they don't have a background in marketing and they get a little gun shy about what to send, right? They may be great at hospitality, uh, but, you know, email marketing and text marketing, these are all new things. Uh, we're definitely in the process of exploring some AI tools to help people write and create content and emails and texts, right? So, and doing that also in a structured way to recommend, you know, these are the three automations you should set up. And then this AI widget will help you build it based on what you input, right? 
So I definitely think uh, the barriers to sending like high value or compelling content are going to go down and be accessible for especially more, I'd say, hosts. You know, uh, larger property managers typically have an agency or specialized employees that can handle that. But when we get down to the smaller like host or owner operator community, the more we can do to make that frictionless, the best. Uh, and then I'd say the second thing that I'm super excited about is more ways to drive incremental pre or during the stay revenue. Just because how can you diversify your revenue outside of just the nightly rate and how can StayFi help you do that? Uh, so we're going to come out uh, in Q1 with some new tools to help you monetize the stay, whether it's late early checkout, stay extension, setting up a store or selling you know services from like third parties that you don't have to fulfill, but you just make a commission on. All those things are travel insurance is another one we're definitely very interested and keen into getting more into because that's a way that OTAs make a lot of money that you can then capitalize in a, like a direct channel. So that's that's another thing we're super excited about because for us, we want to demonstrate to our customers, not only are we going to help you build a more resilient business in the long term that's less dependent on OTAs, we actually can also deliver ROI really quick upfront for you know higher revenue per stay from ancillary sources that aren't just the book nights. The great thing is about your product is that even if somebody's not quite ready to market or they don't know how to market, it still doesn't hurt collecting these these details in the meantime, right? Because by the time you're ready to market, you don't want to then be trying to collect, you know, starting to collect leads. The The idea is you want uh, some warm leads already there. So, so many um, hosts listening to this, you know, even if you're not at a stage where you've got either the time or the knowledge to how to do marketing, just getting StayFi in and actually collecting it is going to be advantageous across the long term. What would yeah, you I'd say also you I also say you don't need to think too sophisticated. Mm -hmm. I think the charm of being an owner operator or a smaller property manager is that you can build your business more around your persona mm -hmm. and less around some luxury or like highly idealized brand concept, right? So I would say write in the, if you're writing a marketing email, write it in your voice, right? So even setting up an automation in StayFi when a guest logs into the Wi-Fi where you just welcome them with a plain text email and explain who you are. Uh, and actually the simpler and scrappy looks more authentic, like you care and you wrote them this note and it's a one-to-one -one communication that you wrote them, right? So I think you, you know, lean into your strengths and if you're, you know, strength is not writing or creating like beautiful templates with images and, you know, editing them, et cetera, et cetera. Lean into just why you love hosting or hospitality and just write it in your own voice to guests, explaining, you know, what you do and why booking with you directly is advantageous. Uh, so don't be afraid of, you know, don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. And in fact, doing something scrappy and less sophisticated can actually be a strength in terms of how you're presenting yourself to guests. That's such good advice because I see too many hosts who start to try and form emails like they've been emailed. So they, they start to to make it like these big marketing companies and go, hey, we have a special offer for you, you, you know, and, and, you know, make it very salesy. And you're just like, actually, some of the best emails I've seen, I've got a couple of hosts, I'm on the email lists for the UK just to see what they do. And sometimes it's just like, hey, we've just had the new lambs born on our farm. This is amazing. Look, this is us feeding the new lamb with the bottle. We're still here if anybody wants to come and come and stay. And you just go, ah, oh, that's really interesting. It 
shows their values. It shows what they're up to. It's telling the story, not selling me something, but that makes them stay top of mind for the next time you want to book somewhere. Right. And that's the whole aim of this is your previous guests. If they know you're still an option. And if that moment where they're like, Hey, I want a book to go stay somewhere and they had a good time last time and they've got your email just arrived in their inbox over the last few days, then you're going to be top of mind. You're going to get more bookings. Your chances have certainly increased a hundred percent, haven't they? So that's really cool. So I was going to ask what sort of, what sort of tips you'd have, but because you've just shared that, um, the, the kind of tip with the copyright and instead I'm going to vary that up and actually what resources have you used to help you with marketing? Is there any kind of books, podcasts, people who you use, who has helped you on your journey, who you think hosts should know about as well? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I think, you know, I obviously come to marketing from more of like a B2B perspective. Obviously, in this business, you know, we're marketing to other businesses, but many of them are like SMBs or smaller businesses, right? Um, I think, you know, number one is uh, I use, I'm sure everyone, use, not everybody, because I actually come to many people who don't, but I use ChatGPT all the time to write content. And, you know, I just say like, and now it's just like, you know, we write a blog and then I, link the blog and I say like write my LinkedIn and Facebook posts. I think there's just many things people are in the habit of doing that, you know, these AI tools can just assist you to be more productive, which is what it's all about, right? And then obviously uh, you have your own lens to edit and, you know, structure the content in a better way and like have the conversation with the AI tool to iterate and improve what you're doing. And I think that's applicable to like so many things in this space where you might write an email and you just throw it in there and be like, hey, can you help me improve this email? I'm trying to do X, Y, Z, right? So, uh, you know, definitely lean into, you know, new AI tools that can add a lot of value. And then I think from like a marketing perspective, I always use this, it's called pirate metrics, like framework, mm -hmm. which is like active acquisition, awareness, acquisition, activation, revenue, referral of just understanding, you know, it's really all about understanding the, in the case for a host or property manager, the booking journey, right? Are they aware of your brand? How do you stay top of mind? That is like sending a monthly email where you remind them who you are, your values, what you stand for, what types of properties you offer, right? And then when it's, you know, the right time to book, they should be aware to then go through the rest of that booking journal and funny funnel, really understand like, what does that look like from a guest, especially from a direct booking perspective, because, you know, loosely does a great job. But a lot of these PMS white label websites have varying degrees of quality, right? And if it's so difficult, how do you provide alternative pathways if you're not ready to, let's say, invest in a website yet to have them email you directly or call you, right? To phones is still big in this industry, especially with traditional players. So what are all these pathways that people can contact you to make a booking when it's the right time? And that's the other kind of framework I love to use in marketing is need state, not thinking in terms of demographics. Like you think only in terms of like my target guest is a 45 year old professional with three children that likes to go on ski holidays twice a year, blah, 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 blah. But how do you intersect the demographic with like the need and how do you target the need? And the need would be like, they're looking to book a vacation, you know, X months out. Right. So really crossing those two ideas together of like, how do you reach the right person at the right time? Uh, which can be very challenging, obviously, because intent indicators are hard to get to or understanding how to like find what those are. Um, but a lot of times that could be things like they are on your website looking. And there's lots of cool things we're thinking about 
when it comes to email marketing, things like check out abandonment or they searched your website. And then how do you then send them an email in a timely manner so you can really capitalize not just on that they're the right person, but they're you know at the right time to book book a trip. And a lot of people buy with emotions, don't they? I mean, certainly before I book a trip, I know how I want to feel when I'm on that trip. And that's how people start their search. And then they're looking for images and bits and pieces which resonate with with that. And of course, most people need about seven touch points, they say, don't they? So, you know, having an email, being able to visit the website, seeing logos on photos and things like that is is all about how they're building that trust and and, you know, ultimately much more likely to, to book with you. So Arthur, thank you very much. So I know there's loads of people who have been saying, but hey, how, how do I find out more? What, what do I need to do to go and get StayFi? So I'm going to throw the mic open. What is the uh, the best way to, to come and follow you guys? Yeah, so if you go to StayFi.com, I'll first say that StayFi is a self-service product in the sense that there's no contract, there's no minimums. You can come and create an account and not use the service and not pay us, right? So you can always create an account and poke around and see if it resonates with you, right? And of course, you can order devices or in the case, if you're in the UK, you just shoot supporting email and let them know, hey, I need to get devices in the UK, like what are the next steps? But of course, on our website, we have a demo page where you can book a one-on-one -on -one demo and we do demos for any size company, whether they have one listing or a thousand listings. Uh, and then we also have a weekly webinar. So we have lots of different ways to get in touch with us. But there are a lot of people who just feel very comfortable with technology and just want to do it on their own. And so we have that option as well. Um, and I say most larger property managers will use StayFi in a few properties and then roll us out in the rest. So, uh, you know, there's no pressure to do everything and there's no contracts or commitments that you have to sign up for. Sounds like there is no reason at all for anybody listening to this not to go and at least poke around, give it a look. And um, yeah, I certainly will be. And uh, Arthur, this this has been really fun. Was there anything we missed along the way or any last moment cheers? No, I know that we have a um, promo code with Boostly. Uh, so I'm sure we can share that in the show notes uh, for everybody. And yeah, it's really great being on the podcast. And if people have any questions, don't hesitate to book a demo with our team. And you know we can walk you through the whole product and help you get started on your direct booking journey. I'm certainly a big fan. And thank you for, for the reminder about the promo code. The promo code, if you listen to this on the podcast, is in the show notes. If you watch it on YouTube, again, it'll be underneath. And if there's any questions at all about that, then you can just send an email to uh, Boostly, which is info at boostly.co.uk, and we'll send it out to you as well. So thank you so much. We're just going to end with if you've got a mantra or a motto which really resonates with you or something which is, has helped you along your journey at all. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely my own mantra for my uh, building a software business. So maybe less applicable to listeners. You know, for, for me, it was always um, bootstrap first, raise money later. Because I'm just a big believer in uh, delivering value. How do you build a product that delivers value that people will pay for and validate what you're doing before you go out there and raise money? And sadly, a lot of people raise money first and then try to figure out what the product is or product market fit afterwards. Uh, so, you know, if anybody's ever interested in a, or has the aspirations to start a software company, definitely hit me up on LinkedIn and I'd be more than happy to chat. So 
what amazing insight there and thank you so much Arthur this has been really fun I've really enjoyed this and uh, thank you so much for spending your time with us and of course if you are listener listening to this thank you so much for spending your time because so many places you can put your attention I really thank you for putting it with Boostly and with Stayfire today and uh, yeah I wish you all the best on your direct booking journey that's it from us bye-bye for now <laughs>